Thanks for joining a couple of 90s kids. You're listening to Stuck in My Generation. And finally, the Hicks has come back to Jackson. I am back. After his uh, his Mickey Mouse vacation. Ah, oh, yeah. A lot, lot of alcoholic beverages posted on on, on the social, uh, social what, what am I trying to say? Social media over over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I tried a lot of different drinks. A lot of them look really good. Yeah, some of them weren't so good. Uh, a couple cocktails were kind of funky. Ate some crickets. I ate some crickets. Ate some motherfucking crickets. I went to a tequila bar and ordered a margarita, and they had, uh, you know how you used to do like the uh, tequila shots with the lemon shot salt? Yeah. Well, it was like orange shot salted crickets, dead crickets. Mm, Fucking delicious. Before pre-margarita, I was like, man, I'm not doing that shit. Post-margarita, I'm going to do that shit. I I would probably have to have some... Yeah, I would probably have to have some drinks before I stuck some crickets down my throat. Yeah, and the the margarita that uh, I had had uh, black ant salt on the rim of it. I've seen that. So there were pieces of black ant, which I didn't. Hey, it is what it, they wouldn't serve it if it's going to hurt you. Yeah, that's what I thought. Right. I thought Disney's not going to kill my ass. It's just like the vaccine, they wouldn't serve <laughs> it if it's going to hurt you, right? That's right. Right. Yeah. So I did a shot of tequila, and the guy actually, I ordered the cheapest shot of tequila on the menu, and it was $14 for the shot. Holy shit. Yeah. And uh, it went up to triple digits for shots of tequila. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to... That's what you're there for, you know? Yeah, yeah you thought, don't feel good about paying that and, much and to the, get drunk. the waiter but. was like, uh, I'm not really familiar with this uh, this brand right here. And I had to point to it and get like, yeah, give me that one. It's <laughs> and it comes with the crickets, doesn't it? He's like, oh, yeah, you get the crickets. So. Mm, could get them for free out back behind this building. But, yeah, you know, get them at Disney World. They taste a lot better. It was okay. It was like a salted cornflake. Yeah. Like a Tony Tiger fine. Frosted Flakes. Instead of sugar, it was salt. Yeah. So we had a couple, and it's just meh. I did it. It's over with. If they tasted great, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd buy bags of crickets and just snack on them. The awfulness of the tequila, the taste of the tequila kind of overcame, overpowered the cricket. So, I mean, it was like gasoline. It was pretty nasty shit. That does not sound good at all. 14 bucks, I'm going to drink every bit of that shit. So oh, yeah. I yeah. drank it. Yep. Yep. It's yeah. just like going to Wendy's and getting a burger. Like, bitch, this thing costs seven bucks. I'm not letting they have a good waste. Yeah. It's not that good, but it costs and seven bucks. Speaking of, of Disney, I brought you something. Oh, shit. That doesn't really, we're going to talk about biz tonight, which really doesn't have much to do with biz. Rest but in I, peace, biz. I went into a Stance Socks store. A what? Stance Socks. Stance Socks. Yeah, kind of popular in the motorcycle world. Uh, they also do a lot of theme socks. You know, my kid has like the Kill Bill, Quentin Tarantino. Those are cool. Yeah. Do they have that circle logo with the, yeah. the lot? Yeah, I've got a pair it. of Misfit socks. They make, yeah. I just, just didn't know what, I couldn't remember what they were called. They're, uh, yeah, they do all kinds of shit. But I was I was sitting in there, I was getting ready to check out, and I saw this this lady who was working there, and she had a Beastie Boy shirt on. Oh hell yeah! I said, oh, I fucking love that shirt. Yeah. Give her a little, give her a little back rub. And she said, Well, they're just right here, and they're for sale. They're Stance shirts. And I said, Give me that shit. 
Don't was, you fucking make me cry, Hicks. Yeah, it was a Paul's Boutique shirt. Oh, that's amazing. I said, amazing. give me that shit. And I said, throw that in a bag. I didn't even see how much it was. I said, throw that shit in a bag. <laughs> Can't be more than a tequila. So she said, uh, oh, we've got another shirt. And I said, oh, you have another Beastie Boys shirt? And she said, yeah. I said, throw that shit in a bag. I want to get that from my boy. So this is your very own Beastie Boys shirt. Oh, that's cool as fuck. From Stance Socks. Thanks, man. The back of it, I kind of looked at it for a minute. I thought, what the hell is that? I've seen that. Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys. I, that logo, and that's cool as head. shit. Yeah. Thank you. You're very welcome. That's cool as hell. Nobody could even see it. Yeah. We became Beastie Boys fans on this show. Oh, yeah, but I thought of you as soon, as, it, man. as soon as she said, oh, we've got another stall. I said, throw that shit in the bag. That's going on to Barker. That's awesome as hell. I don't know how much it is. Thank Just you. Just throw it in there. You're very welcome. That's so. cool. Extremely cool. So, And, you know, I, I have an affinity for shirts that are front and back printed. I don't know why. Yeah, I've yeah. got a thing for Puma shoes because I've got a shitload of Puma shoes. Anyone that knows me knows that. Yeah. I like I like to have all my different color of Puma shoes. Yeah. And anytime I find a, a band I like or a Puma shirt I like or anything like that, if it's front and back screen printed, for some reason, I feel compelled to own it. Okay. I don't know why. I've got a misfit shirt that's an all over print. Yeah. Two misfit shirts that's all over prints. Yeah. Got two Beastie Boys shirts, but they're just fronts. So now I got a front and back. Okay, so yeah. That makes me pretty pretty fucking happy. Yeah, good. And deal. all my shit's black and I'm always like, if I could just find a white shirt that I like, I'd wear it. Yeah. And there we go. So yeah. yeah cool. Thank you. You're very welcome. That's awesome. You're welcome. Didn't come with any crickets though, right? No crickets. No crickets. Yeah, no crickets. So like you mentioned, biz. Yeah. Uh, July 16th, Biz Markey. You know, I didn't know this, but I looked it up today, finally. Did 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 you know why he died? Was it have something to do with diabetes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess he struggled for years with type 2 diabetes. And, and that makes me sad, because it's like, I, I, I'm ignorant about some stuff. So if type 2 is not something that you can manage by getting yourself in shape, by all means, I apologize. Yeah, but, I don't but know I, But I don't know anything about it. I but I know, either. you know, some diabetes... You you could potentially become better just by getting yourself in shape, and I hope that's not the case for Biz. I I would love, you know, I would love to know if he could have done something to stick around longer. And I don't know. I'm I'm diabetes stupid. Yeah. But I hate that. You know, I I, yeah. I hate that he that he passed away from something that people probably aren't that aware about. People probably don't think about the fact that diabetes could, could kill you before you hit 60. He was 57, I think. Yeah, I saw 57 years old. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shame. I heard a little bit of uh, some people saying that he was already dead before he died. A little bit of stink. I don't want to say stink. Yeah. I don't mean to be disrespectful. Oh no, no. Well, I mean, it makes it it puts it in the perspective. But just like, a little bit of talk about him already being gone, and uh, I can't remember who it was on Twitter. I believe said that no, he's still alive, but he's still he's fighting. You know, yeah, he's still fighting through it. Sucks, man. Because you know, Beastie Boys shirt. You know, we they were close with Biz. Mm -hmm. Biz was on their stuff. Yeah, and. Uh, Oh, man, I bet I didn't write down a very important piece of something I wanted to mention later. I'll try to remember Beastie Boys and a Biz song later. But uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's they were close, and like Yauk is dead, and Biz Marquis is dead, and yeah. man, like how are how's Mike D and and Adam Horovitz feeling oh, right now? Yeah. You know, like this is they were close to Biz. It wasn't like he just appeared on shit. Like that was their friend, and just yeah. watching these old school hip hop icons, yeah, passing away, oh, and growing yeah. older. It it's, it's scary. Yeah, and it. Uh, I kind of look and I looked into. I think I looked to see if Biz had any children, and I saw a photo of his wife. Well, she was beautiful. I mean, yeah. she she is beautiful. It's not she was beautiful. She's beautiful, and they seem kind of. Uh, I got the impression that they were really private, you know, with their relationship. And I kind of. I res- bet they were. I respected that. I feel like Biz was private himself. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think so too. I don't. I didn't hear much about him over the years. Yeah, neither did. Nor did I. But it, uh, you know, I kind of just wanted to see what his personal life was like. Um, yeah. But there wasn't a whole lot out there. I didn't dig no. very deep, and I didn't. I, but I just respected that, you know, that it was kind of just kept stuff quiet. And, yeah, well, that's the way to be. You know, honestly, yeah. it's just I, I see, I see these celebrities, and I'm going to transition into something completely unrelated. But we're we're. This episode, yes, we listen to the Bismarcky albums, but we also, you know, just want to appreciate, uh, you know, who he was yeah. and, and just, and we, I hadn't <clears throat> listened to him that much, you know, honest to God, the only thing I knew to my knowledge was, you know, hey, baby, you, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, yeah. that's, that's about it. You know, yeah. I knew he was a fun guy. I knew he was, you know, I didn't know the exact term, but I knew he was considered like the clown prince of hip-hop kind yeah. of thing i knew he was a jokester and he just had a good time and had fun yeah but i didn't know much so i'm really happy that we dove into this because he's a pretty big part of hip-hop and at the same time i i, I can't believe he wasn't more popular than he was and yeah. I, I don't mean like superstar status or anything like that but if you follow the podcast on social media you you would see a, a little disclaimer that we threw out that basically said, if you're going to take this journey with us, you're yeah. going to have to look the albums up on YouTube because the streaming services, at least the ones I have, the, the last oh, album yeah. was the only one on there, and the rest was like compilations or best of. These first four albums of Biz's, which they're on small labels, but they're it's not easy to listen to that shit. So oh, I know. It, he just. He just was not the name is bigger than the music, to be honest, because it's hard to find the music. Oh, it's very hard. I fucking struggle to listen to this on yeah. YouTube and try to know what song I was listening to because all I have is a one big timeline and not track by track. Right, yeah. Tough yeah. as shit, man. Oh yeah, I totally agree. And even with Apple music, uh, it was his most recent album and that yeah. was it. Yeah. yeah. And some other, you know, compilations, EP, shit like that. But he didn't even, I mean, I, there was no studio album after 2003. So, I mean, I feel like he was definitely laying low because yeah. he wasn't doing much, yeah. you know? I'm sure he was involved in stuff, but, you know, he wasn't doing a lot. But maybe his brand of rap, you know, didn't have the longevity into d- right. today's world. But at the same time, not to get ahead of ourselves, I thought that last album... And and to a certain extent, the one before it, I, I mean, I thought they would hold up today. Yeah. Like I thought this, I thought his flow and his uh, style was really good. It was good. I mean, it was good. It's not like this guy couldn't rap or anything. It's not like he was just joking. It's not like he was. I don't mean this disrespectfully because he can rap, but Lil Dicky is famous for the the dick 
fart joke rap stuff. Okay. And the guy is actually talented as well. He can actually rap, but he chooses to go that route. Yeah. I feel like Biz Marquee, because he chose to go that route, you know, maybe, maybe he didn't push out a bunch of albums late into the 2000s because maybe he knew he wouldn't be taken seriously. But I don't know. Most artists still release stuff just for the fun of it. Maybe he got sick of rap. I don't know. Yeah, but I it's, don't, it's confusing. I'm going to have to watch some kind of... There's some documentaries yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. I couldn't squeeze them in, but I, I'd like to know some more about Biz and why he wasn't really a household name. If you think about it, no disrespect again, kind of a one-hit wonder Yeah, because of the you know the, the Friends song. What's that? What the hell is that called? What is that called? Oh, just baby, a just a friend, just a friend. Yeah, too many rhymes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah. So sadly, I I don't know when we would have got to this if the tragedy of him passing away yeah wouldn't have happened. But you know, I'm I am I'm glad we could at least pay some respects and, and tribute here because of that. And I, you know what? I didn't realize how much I liked just a friend. Because I had heard <laughs> yeah. it, and I took it as a joke. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. When I hear "Oh, baby, you," like to me, it's just like, "Oh yeah, that song." It makes me smile. It's actually a pretty fucking good song. It's a fucking good song, and I have I know of people that have nothing to do with hip hop music, and when that song comes on, they set their beers down on the table and they sing that shit. Yeah. It's an anthem. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just it's a good one. It's good. And yeah. I'll tell you, even if that was his biggest hit, and even if he didn't just blow up stardom-wise, and maybe he didn't want to blow up stardom-wise, Yeah, I'll tell you one thing about that song. I work with a guy, cool dude, uh-huh. uh, at my job. The kid's 20, 21 or 22. Uh-huh. This kid doesn't know who the Foo Fighters are. Because <laughs> okay. I told him I was going to the Foo Fighters concert. He's like, what the hell's a Foo Fighter? <laughs> sure. And I was like, Dave Grohl? He's like, I don't know who you're talking I was like, Nirvana? Oh. He's like, I've heard of Nirvana. And I've I'm like, seen t-shirts. Yeah, I've seen t-shirts, yeah. Yeah. And uh, But I was like, you know, I was just, we were talking about Foo Fighters and shit. And one day we're in, in the car going to get lunch. It was this week. Uh-huh. And I just kind of, at the top of my lungs, because we can we can be ridiculous around each other. He's a cool He's a cool kid. He's wise, he's wise beyond his years. He's got okay. that. He's already focused on, you know, professional life and all this. So he's yeah. he's an old soul, twenty two year old. He just don't know anything about my old stuff. Yeah. But I just kind of leaned back and I was like, Oh baby, you and he's yeah. just like, You got what I need. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, You know that shit? He's like, yeah. Well, yeah. And I was like, He he passed away. And he's like, Who passed away? I was like, Biz Marquis. He's like, Who's Biz Marquis? I was like, really? Motherfucker that sang that song, Derek. <laughs> Sorry to say your name, Derek. That's all I was right. like, That's the dude that sung that he passed away. He's like, Oh, I know the song. I had no idea what it was or if it was a real song or if it was just a, he just knew the yeah oh baby he knew that part because that's how yeah. popular that sound and that line is like everyone knows that everybody even if you're yeah young. yeah i uh was going through i was actually looking for an album on youtube and i came across that song like 70 70 some million views yeah holy shit and the video is yeah, awesome it's awesome it's good yeah it's very good yeah but me going into Bismarcky, knowing I think two songs, uh, just by what was the other one you knew? Just vapors. Okay. Okay. Yeah, which was off the I think maybe the first album. I think. Uh, vapors. I don't remember. I want to say third. It's on here. That's all right. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Um, first album. You're right. But the just by looking at the album covers, yeah. what we got. 
sorry, Butcher said, was he on Yo Gabba Gabba? Yes, he was. And that dude yes, he was the, the big, tall, orange hat from Yo Gabba Gabba yeah. basically said he was one of the most generous people on the planet. That's great. Yeah, it is great. That's sorry, great. Go ahead. No, that's all right. Um, but, you know, just looking at the covers, you know, the, just the kind of goofiness. I thought, uh, is this going to be like the uh, the primus of hip hop? Ah, just kind of. I, I kind of wondered that too, but not the primus part. But that's a great comparison. Kind of a uh, big brown beaver. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry was a race car driver. Oh man, they got some good shit. But that, that's going to be a deep dive. Eventually. That'll be a deep dive, but just kind of that. Not so serious, more laid back approach. Yeah. And I thought, just having is, a good time. This is what I was going to expect. But uh, just not to get too far ahead, one thing I really enjoyed about uh, a lot of these tracks was his appreciation and respect for uh, fellow artists who had passed away. Yeah. His, yeah. That meant a lot to me, or that showed that he was, you know, he cared. Yeah. You know, he, he threw out some names of people just uh, in, in memory, just celebrating their lives. You could almost feel like he was a like a good friend. Yeah, by yeah. Of this stuff, you know, like but you I thought, could get that I, I idea. Thought, I thought Biz is like the, uh, he's like your cool uncle that's seen some shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought it was. Yeah, I, I would have loved to have, like, talked to the guy. Oh, Yeah. But just, uh, just, uh, and I thought, man, it's kind of weird because in some of these tracks, he was celebrating the memory of some other artist's lives. And then here we are celebrating his life, yeah. you know, by doing this review. And yeah. And, and it's a it, circle it, of life. It's a circle. Oh, baby. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could just keep saying that all the time. I could just literally keep, literally. Like Rob Lowe would say, keeps <laughs> yeah. saying that line. It's just, it's so it never, much fun. It never gets old. It does not get old. Yeah. Me and Derek were like, today we were screaming it. And he, yeah. this kid's, he's he's a good time to hang out with at work and on lunch. Yeah. We were pulling back into work and there was some dude across with his window down. Derek just leaned out and looked at him. He's like, oh, baby. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what? You just yeah. freaked that guy out. And he's yeah. just like, you got what? It's yeah. just fun, you know? And I think Bismarck, yeah. he knew how to have fun. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and a reason I know that is because track one from his first album is called Pickin' Boogers. Pickin' Boogers. But it's, it's, it's just, it tells you who he is, you know? He's not taking himself too seriously. He's yeah. not coming out. Uh, like the Tupacs of the world and the Wu-Tangs and telling you they're going to cut your neck. And I wonder if heaven got a ghetto because I'm going to, I'm going there soon because I'm going to get killed for being a gangster. Like, Biz is like, I'm picking boogers. And, you know, doing just so much shit. What a good, what good. a good flow on that track. That's just one of my that, favorite tracks. I got that one starred. It was just, it was good. Yeah. It uh, it threw me. I, I wasn't prepared for it. I wasn't I mean, either. It's just a yeah. And at the same time, I heard that track, and I was like, "This is going to be great." And he toned it down a lot, as far as like just the pure goofiness goes. He bounced back and forth. He did. Yeah. Like some shit was picking boogers, and you know, picking at your crack, and and some shit was more like Alby Square Mall, which was track two. I think he was talking about a mall where he grew up. Yeah. You know, and it's he just what did you think? life experience. What did you think about that track in particular? The guy singing in the background uh, kind of had a high-pitched voice. And one thing that I struggled with, I didn't know when the track, when the song was going to end. Yeah. Because it was like, 
we're at the mall, you know, just saying <laughs> yeah. shit that they were saying in real time, and it would just go on and on. I was like, when's this song going to end? I don't know. Well, I'm kind of confused. That's something else I loved about this doing this deep dive. He didn't give a fuck, man. Yeah. There were some bad vocals on here. There was some, yeah. you know, he, it was like he let his friends join. He's like, let's just go in the studio and have a good fucking time. Yeah. It don't have to be Grammy worthy. Yeah. Like, you know, there's there's a dude on one of these songs. I was like, is that Michael fucking Jackson? Who is that? Yeah. You know, that's what a, I mean. Yeah. It's on this album. Nobody beats the biz. That's it. And I was yeah, like, is that Michael Jackson? Stuff like Nobody that. Nobody beats the biz. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> the same thing I thought. I was like, what Michael the fuck Jackson? is this shit? I was loving it, though. You know, it's yeah. like, it's just fun. I had, a, I had a fucking good time doing this. So. Pickin' Boogers, Abbey Square Mall. I enjoyed the fuck out of those on the, fir- the uh, first album. And then we get the business going off, and Biz starts showing that talent. I I have, this is where we're seeing some skill. Yeah. And I He's prefer, not just a jokester. I prefer, me personally, I prefer the serious Biz. Oh, me too. This I is my favorite track by far, shit, I think. And it took me back to being a kid. He yeah. took me back in time when... I loved hip hop. I loved the the record scratching. I yep. loved that shit. And it had that old, it was that old school sound that you want. Like we tried to deep dive LL Cool J there for mm-hmm. a minute, and we still will. You yeah. know, we'll still get there. There's respect, and there's a lot of reason to do that. But you know, there there was there was a calmness, and not really a, I hate to say, not a killer mentality. Yeah, with LL Cool J the way he raps not hard enough for me yeah biz showed on biz is going off that he can he can kind of bring that gruff to the yeah. to that rap style like he was like i was like oh god listen let, fucking listen to him yeah. go man he's laying it down yeah. you know and he was like mm, you know just and i was like he's good yeah and for our listeners uh if you're not familiar with biz I, and I'm sure you do too, uh, highly recommend listening to this track. Oh, Biz yeah. is going off. Biz is going off. If there's a track on the first mm-hmm. album that you must hear, it's that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's good shit. I it's really real good it. shit. The only issues Surprise that I kind of had, uh, the recording quality. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> it was uh, bad. For a while. And I thought, what's Barker think about this? Because I oh, know yeah. you know more about this sound yeah. and shit than what and I do. And at the same but... time, I could I could appreciate a lot of it. Because there was there was a lot of it that while it was bad, the beats were good. Yeah, and that's that's that hits a lot on a lot of these albums. Some of these beats are really good. Sure, they are. But even the bad quality tracks, if the beats were good and if Biz was on fire, I was I was overlooking the production quality. But then yeah. on some other songs, uh, like Return of the Biz, which was track four, and I'll get to more later. Like there was tracks that I that were a little more subdued and didn't yeah. hit me. Yeah. Where I was paying attention to that production quality. Like, mm, that sounds like sounds like he just had that Fisher Price tape recorder with the yeah. plastic microphone. It was like nobody beats Miz. It sounded like a demo that they put on the shelf. Yeah. They didn't do anything in between. Yeah. And and this record label that did most of these albums, it wasn't, you know. Right. It wasn't anything. It was great, nothing yeah. like that. It was so, a Def Jam. I yeah, mean, it wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't walking into Sound City with Fleetwood <laughs> Mac and laying down yeah. tracks on their big, you know, Rupert Neve board that was in there. Nothing like that. But it doesn't. It, production quality doesn't matter that much if you lay down a good track. The problem is, a lot of these tracks paled in comparison to a, a Pick and Boogers or a Biz is going off. And that's not me knocking on Biz. Yeah, that's just the fact of the matter. Like not every album 
is going to be fire unless your name is Brandy Carlisle. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're not just going to drop flame after flame. A lot of this is good. All of it is listenable on this first album. I didn't need to skip anything. Yeah, but there was definitely tracks I was like, "This is my shit," and then there were some other tracks like, "This is this is biz." I can listen to it because it's biz and it's fun. Uh, but yeah, it, production quality definitely had its moments where I'm like, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. "I gotta turn this up to drown out the noise of the bad production quality." Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I had uh, vapors. I I kind of knew of this song. And I thought, you know, this is showing Biz is a good storyteller. And, yeah. you know, that's that's what I, I want somebody he to be a, a story. storyteller. I want somebody to be a storyteller. He, he's got that quality. Um, make the music with your mouth, Biz. Beatboxing. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that old school He's good, shit. too. He's good at beatboxing. And he's good. Uh, skip ahead a little bit. Nobody beats the Biz. I heard some. Nobody beats the Biz. Did you hear the Steve Miller fly like an eagle samples in I that? did not, no. Okay, yeah, there not. was some... Uh, a little bit of Steve Miller in there. He, and, and that's a thing, too. That must be what one of the pieces that connected him with the Beastie Boys. A lot of samples. A lot of samples, yeah. A lot yeah. of samples. Yeah. So, uh, you know, overall, it was better than what I expected. Me I too. was a little bit concerned going into it. Me, too. But, uh, man, when I, hit that, when I hit that business going off, I thought, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm into this. I was half paying attention in that track hit, and I was like, "What the fuck's this? Yeah, what, 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 what am I hearing here?" And, and it was, yeah, it was good. Uh, track six, make the music with your mouth, like you were just talking about. Yeah, I was cracking up at one part because there was ICP level laughs in there. It's like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I was like, is that ICP? There were <laughs> yeah. so many moments. I was like, is that Michael Jackson? Was that ICP? Who the fuck was that? Was that a Beastie Boy? What's going on here? Uh, yeah, other notable marks here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something for the radio. I dug that. He was basically saying, you know, here's here's my song that I didn't do anything shit, you know, crazy on or yeah. didn't talk about my dick or anything like that. Like <laughs> yeah. this, this is something for the radio. No doo doo on the sleeves. No doo doo on the sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my overall thoughts on that first one, man, was old school hip hop, solid opener. And Biz is going off is a track that I would put if I made a playlist with like the, the best shit, the best tracks from old school hip hop. Biz is going off is going on that playlist. I thought if I owned a hip store, some kind of store that had some kind of little bit of coolness to it, be playing Biz is going th- off. That song would be playing. Yeah. yeah that would be on the mix. And I bet every person that walked in be like, what is this? Yeah. Like Biz Marquee. I'm like, buy a t-shirt and I'll tell you. Buy a (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah. The biz never sleeps. Uh, I want to point out on something else, the Mm -hmm. the album covers. They're all fun. Yeah. They're all fun. The biz never sleeps. He's the album cover. He's chemistry set. Sure. Big white puff hair like Albert Einstein. And he's mixing chemicals and just being himself. It's, it's, yeah, it's good. The song, uh, The Dragon. He did some speedy Christmas. Oh my style god, shit I love that there. shit. Yeah. I love that song. And I was like, what's he what's he doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can do that shit. Make it a make it a make it a make it a make it. You can. But uh yeah, there's just he brought a lot of elements that just surprised me. It's almost like that's what he was wanting to do was the element of surprise. Like, hey, I'm a goofy, you know, fucking yeah. clown ass rapper, but but check this out. I'm and then he'd lay something down that's just good. Curveball. Yeah. Threw a lot of curveballs. Mm-hmm. But uh, check it out, track two on that solid. I didn't talk about track one because I, I didn't have notes because, like you said, uh, yeah. dedication. He was talking about friends and loved ones and people that passed on. Yeah. Like, it, was, it just 
sounds like he did what he wanted, and I have so much respect for that. Yeah, yeah. Just the friends on that album. Classic. Yeah. She's not just another woman I thought was good. What about mm-hmm. Mudfoot? What do you think about Mudfoot? Was that Bill Cosby on Mudfoot? Yes. I thought that was. Yeah. Is Mudfoot a Fat Albert character? or I, I, It's something because he said it was something, but I don't know what it is. But yeah. I was... I was and smiling the whole time. Yeah. So he was talking, you know, halfway through the track or three-fourths of the way through the track. You know, he just, he quit rapping. And he started talking. He's like, trying to get you over there to do the mud foot. You can't do it. You know, <laughs> he's just talking. He's just yeah. talking. I was enjoying every bit of it. Yeah. But yeah, mud foot, I got that one start. I enjoyed that. It made me smile. Uh-huh. Uh, a Thing Named Kim. Track, yeah. Track eight. This is where I wrote down Storyteller. Sure. He was telling a story. Sure. And he said... Here's some of the things I took from that song that I absolutely loved. Uh, he said, he said he looked at, like the he st- he saw the girl across the the room, uh-huh. and they locked eyes or something. And he one of the lines was looked at my dick, said, "Don't worry, we fucking tonight." <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And then he said that she had more makeup than Boy George and was scarier <laughs> than Thriller. And then he said, and he had nice tits. And the end of the song was about the guy being a, a crossdresser. And how, you know, ultimately he's not fucking tonight because the dude got him. Like, he thought he was fucking this chick, and this chick was a, a crossdresser. Speaking fucking of fucking... Fucking story. I want to go off track here for a minute, but I took an Uber uh, while I was away, and Boy George Culture Club came on the the Uber driver's radio. Yeah. Karma Chameleon or whatever karma, the name... Karma, 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 Karma Chameleon. And I listened to that song. Nothing else was going on. I thought, what the fuck is this song about i don't know i've never hated it for some reason i've never hated it either and i'm sorry for going off a subject i don't don't care but it was like 12 different songs in one and yeah it's got to be the coke got it makes sense it's got to be the coke i don't know what else it would be yellow submarine and and karma chameleon (laughs) yeah i don't know but anyways i didn't mean it i always like that song though i mean it's yeah i mean i not liked is a strong word yeah. I never mind. You, you, you tap your foot whenever yeah, it's on. That's yeah, the way I am. Yeah. yeah. And, and almost anything with that kind of like, I don't know, the whole, come, 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 you know, make it, make it, make it, make it. Anything with <laughs> yeah. like, anything with a little bit of speed or just a little bit of a groove, like, I can't hate on it. You yeah. know, catchiness. If it's catchy, I can't hate on it. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, Justin Bieber's yummy, yummy, yum. Some people say that's catchy. I think it's shit. (laughs) So there's a difference to me, but. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I don't care. We're just, this is, this is all about just having a a good time with the biz marquee tracks because again, not to spoil anything, nothing groundbreaking here. It's, it's not, this is not where we're going to be singing biz marquee's praises at the end of this because of some kind of groundbreaking great music. And actually, I'm going to go off topic too. Yeah. Somebody on YouTube commented on our Joan Jet video, basically gave us some shit, which is fine, <coughs> but said, basically told us, uh, you know, we, we were looking for that. He didn't say tool, but we were looking for that wow factor with Joan Jet. And, the- and we missed the mark because Joan Jet's meant to be rock and roll and just fun. And I'm like, 
I'm pretty fucking sure we said on that episode that we respected her because she was rock and roll and it was just meant to be rock and roll and it wasn't meant to be groundbreaking. Somebody completely missed the point on that one. But uh, Yeah, I said that she was like the 1969 Camaro of music. Exactly. I mean, it's a solid part of music history. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this guy must have been a super fan. So he didn't like the fact that we, we didn't give her... I thought we gave her plenty of credit. I thought we enjoyed it a lot. But Bismarcky... Kind of like the hip-hop Joan Jett. Yeah, here. and I thought the same thing. I mean, it's it's a good time, and it's fun, and it makes you smile, and that's all music doesn't have to be like, oh, fucking schism, bro, fucking lateralis. <laughs> I'm just going to sit back and soak this shit in, <laughs> yeah. fucking go to another place, man. That's Not all music is like that. Sometimes yeah. I want to have a good time. Yeah. Uh, we were listening to You Turned Me On to That Big Boy from Outcast album. Oh, today. my God. There's a song called Chocolate that had me fucking moving so fast in my chair, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Yeah. I was like Zemo from fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier, if you've seen that. Like, I was just doing this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, God, and this I'd is t- so good. And how I got to that album, I got to one track by Biz, and I hit you up, and I was like, who's that one rapper? I think I called him Big Mike, and you said, Killer no, Mike. it's Killer Mike. So I went from Biz to Run the Jewels to... Big Boy and Killer Mike and yeah. came across that album. That album's great. That's what this shit is all about. Yeah, man. Is going down a fucking rabbit hole yeah. and just leading to, you don't know where it's going to lead you to. Yeah. So. And, and it, yeah. And I had a fucking great time today listening to that album. Oh, it's and that, good. That song, Chocolate, should be, if that song, <sighs> Chocolate, was released today, it'd be a fucking smash. Oh, no Because shit. I could get down to that shit. Yeah. That shit had me moving like nothing I've listened to in a long time. And uh, and that's it's not always about yeah we're big tool fans we mention it every fucking episode I know but it's not about just that spiritual peace and sitting back and soaking in every little note and music like I can make fun <laughs> yeah. of myself for this shit yeah I love tool but I get it not all music can be that and I don't want all music to be that I need some of this biz shit in oh, my yeah, life too sure you know? yeah and, and it's. I need picking boogers. Yeah. I need to smile instead. Tool don't make me, well, Tool does make me smile because sometimes that certain note or chug or guitar yeah. thing hits me and it gives me chill bumps. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, but but I want to laugh too. Tool's never, okay, I can't say it either. They've made me laugh before, but I want to laugh consistently. Yeah. And shit like Biz Marquee makes me laugh. Shit like Joan Jett makes me just appreciate, sorry, it's not an insult, mindless rock and roll. Yeah. I like mindless rock and roll. Yeah. Like we have different moods as humans and one music doesn't fit every single mood. And Bismarcky fits my fucking goofy mood when I'm I wanna, you know, walk around work and flick people in the shoulder and be like, What are you doing, you motherfucker? Yeah, I want to listen to some Bismarcky that day because I'm feeling well, goofy sure. and I want to put on some goofy shit. So Sure. Yeah. Nothing groundbreaking. This is not intricate Bismarcky lit the world on fire, bro. No, he made me <laughs> yeah. laugh, and he made me happy. It, it made me laugh, too. Uh, my notes, uh, track number two, check it out. I thought, man, this reminds me of the gorillas. I heard yeah. the gorillas flow. There's, and there's and some, I loved it. Some of that. that. The guy, the rapper in the gorillas, I, I just feel like he was an old school hip hop fan, and he just carried yeah. it into this abstract shit the gorillas do. And yeah, it, it just works. Yeah, yep, I think so too. Uh, I have uh, she's not just another woman. Funky seventies vibe. I liked it. Mudfoot enjoyed it. Mudfoot. I uh, think 
a thing named Kim. You yeah. know, we discussed that really good. Uh, my man Rich. We get to my man Rich honoring his friend. Yeah. Yeah. The whole song about honoring his yep. the memory of his friend. I thought, man, I fucking, I fucking, I appreciate the shit out of life. Yeah. And I try not to take shit for granted when somebody honors somebody else's life. I mean, yeah. man, that just means a fucking world to me. Me so. too. And you got me versus me before that, where Biz basically raps against oh, yeah. himself. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't overly fun, but it was a cool concept. Yeah. Would I go back to this album? There's a few songs on here that I added to a playlist, but you yeah. know, it was just it was fun. I'm glad that we listened to it, and that's the thing about it. You know, there's there's a few songs off these first two albums that I want to hear some more, and and the rest of it, you know, maybe I'll throw it on when I'm feeling extra goofy. But otherwise, I'm just glad I heard it. Yeah. So it's it's not probably not going to be a long term thing, but I'm glad I heard it. Biz is going off. Just a friend. Probably those are two long-term tracks to me. Yeah. So I mean, I'll I'll probably throw those into a, a hip-hop playlist. You know, yeah. the further we get down this rabbit hole and we explore more, like I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm making an old-school hip-hop list today. I got some Beasties. I'm gonna throw some Biz in there. There's some KRS-One, some Jurassic Five, some Slick Rick, <coughs> Slick Rick, being Rakim. Yeah, yeah. Just either take pieces away from some of these artists, and even though Beastie Boys, I want the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. But take some pieces from some of these other guys and. You know, just have a good playlist. I hear the music. Uh, I thought that track was okay. Biz in the in the harmony, harmony, uh-huh. solid. Things get a little easier. I thought it was good, but again, nothing groundbreaking. Yeah, you know, it's just it's a good fun time, and I can appreciate Biz Marquee for what he was, and that's that's a lot of things. I guess he was a good producer, good DJ, yeah. good beatboxer, yeah. good rapper, good at being funny. That's a that's a lot of shit to be good at. You, you know, know, at this point, uh, I think I kind of know who Biz Markey is. Yeah, you know, it's not. I'm still, you know, some of the artists that we've listened to. I'm like, I don't know if I know who this person is yet dire, or not. Tire Straits. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, Tire Straits. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think I know who Biz is. You know, I, get I feel like feeling. I do too, and I, and I wish I I wish I could have met the guy for a yeah. second, like That's ran into I him thought, somewhere, yeah. And just be like, hey, how's it going, man? He'd just a fist like, bump. He'd probably pick a booger and be like, hey, man, pick a booger. <laughs> yeah. Probably wouldn't have done that. But but I, I bet he was just a really cool dude. So I, I bet he was, I, too. I enjoyed this shit. Uh, album number three, I Need a Haircut. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go through. Most of these songs to me were just kind of, eh. Yeah. You know, they were okay. It was still biz. The song I Told You, track eight. Got that fucking Kenny G sax in there. <laughs> I was fucking like, what the fuck, man? Michael Jackson, ICP clowns. Now we got Kenny G. Like, this is funny as hell. I'm going to get straight to the point on this one, though. Like, album cover was funny again. Yeah. There was nothing on here I'm putting in a playlist, and it was my least favorite at this point. I really don't have anything to say because there's no standouts. It's all fine. It was all fine. I dug uh, Busy Doing Nothing. I enjoyed that track on here, but I wouldn't uh-huh. I wouldn't put it on a playlist. But that was probably the standout on I Need a Haircut from Biz Marquee, just kind of my least favorite. Yeah. So. Uh, with this album, I have zero notes. There's just there's just, really not anything to say, you yeah, know. Yeah. It, there's nothing standout-ish. Every most artists, except for Brandy Carlisle, have have those albums that just didn't, I love that bitch. didn't do a lot me fucking too have you bitch. have you heard that yeah you did listen to that new song haven't you it's just one song right now yeah it's just one song yeah okay. and, there, and there's a video and oh she looks God. so different on that video too. i didn't see the video it's pretty interesting I'll watch it maybe we'll watch it after we get and i'll tell you what how 
awesome it was. I hate to use a word awesome. Awesome. How how neat it was to uh, see the feedback from our Brandy Carlisle review, the comments. Yeah. Uh, It was just, I mean, mostly what I saw was positive. Appreciation that we, we, and and I get that because. You and I have both both watched people react to Tool and people enjoy Tool, and there's a validation there, you know? Yeah. And Brandy Carlisle, we didn't know who she was, so she's got this massive, not to stray off topic from Biz, but Brandy right. Carlisle's got this massive following that's kind of hiding in the shadows because she's not, Brandy Carlisle's music isn't exactly today's music. Yeah. So you got this almost like cult status just like a, a a cult movie like Army of Darkness or you know uh, Reservoir Dogs, like you got these right. people that ha- that love this shit but can't talk about it to everyone because most people will be like, "What well, fuck's that?" Like, dude, I work with who's Foo Fighters? You know, <laughs> yeah. it, it happens. So for those folks, <laughs> who's to Ronald see, McDonald? Ronald McGrimmis. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people who don't know who Grimace is, and it pisses me off. But anyway, what the fuck was Grimace? Big old purple bastard. Do you don't remember? Gr- big oh, old purple. I, I remember every one of those motherfuckers. Looked like a fucking Hershey kiss. I, I don't purple know what he was. Oh, I don't know what he was either. Was Pur- a little looked fu- like a purple butt plug, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he was. Big purple butt plug. Motherfucker gone now. What happened to him? I think he died. Fucking Clint. Fucking <laughs> Bill liked that fucking uh, McDonald's, didn't he? Yeah. He'd go jogging and shit, sneaking mm, McDonald's. Oh, some fucking good hamburgers. And- <laughs> nice, but- <laughs> tasty. <laughs> hey, I'll get your dick out of my mouth. Mmm, <laughs> Grimace. <laughs> Oh, fuck. But, <laughs> oh, suck it, <laughs> oh. oh, shit. Oh, shit. Anywho, Yeah. I don't even know where the fuck we were. We were on Grimace. People not knowing this. Brandy but, but Carlisle. The, but those, those, I think they really enjoyed the fact that, because on, let's, let's go ahead and get something out of the way. Not everyone, but if you looked at me and Hicks, you would probably stereotype us as just typical douchebag men. Mm-hmm. Bearded, you know, wearing our band shirts or our Harley shirts uh-huh. or our backwards hats or our, uh-huh. you know, whatever. You, we just, we're not trying to be, I'm not a hipster. We're not hipsters. We're not trying to be super cool. We're just who we are. But we do have an appreciation for a lot of different shit. And I think yeah. Brandy Carlisle's crew saw a couple of random bearded dudes listening to Brandy Carlisle and it knocking us on our fucking ass. And they, I think they appreciated that. I think they did too. It gave, it, you know, I appreciate that shit. When I run into somebody like Bill Clinton, it's like, man, you ever hung out with Grimm? has got your dick sucked. And then listen to a good Tool album. I'd be like, Bill, you like Tool? And like, I fucking love Ladder Alice while getting my dick sucked by Grimm. And I'd be like, I appreciate this dude. I didn't expect that, Bill. Yeah. And then Hillary would be back, my favorite schism. Like, <laughs> I appreciate you people for liking what I like. It's validating, and it makes me feel good. Yeah, that's a good point, though. But it was great reading those comments. Yeah, I felt good. That's our most watched episode, and it's already our fourth most listened most. It's <laughs> our fourth most listened to yeah. episode podcast-wise. Yeah. You know, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, Amazon Music, you know, Pandora, wherever you want to fucking listen. Dude, it's there! All of them. All of them. But that's, you know, that cult following really enjoyed the fact that we loved that bitch. They took us in. They, they took, accepted we, they us. They accepted us. They yeah. accepted our bearded, douchey-looking asses. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
And I appreciate that because Me I too. do love her. I mean, I'm I I'm all too. in on Brandy Carlisle. I can't wait till that album comes out. And I'm I listen to her all week still. Not not like a Beastie Boys thing. I didn't habitually listen right, to her. Right. But I threw her in there every time I was in the mood for it. So yeah, she still gives me chills. She gives yeah, she gives yeah. me big time. But yeah. uh, someone not giving me chills is Biz, and that's okay. That's, that's okay. okay. It's good, fun stuff. Uh, album number four, all samples cleared. This was my most. This was my least listened to because okay. I just kind of was running out of time. But it was better than I need a haircut. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I didn't really hear any songs on this album that would go on my hip hop playlist my old okay. school hip hop playlist like it was fine it was good it was better than I need a haircut mm-hmm. I enjoyed listening to it but there was not that biz going off or just a friend track that just made me super happy and wanted to listen to over and over but again good yeah. sorry I don't have more notes than that it was just fun you know it was just a fun album much more fun than I need a haircut do you have anything from all samples cleared uh track number one i'm the biz marquee i love he said, this tra- he said that a lot i love this track it had my head uh banging it was I good need shit. To revisit. it was good shit uh young girl blues i heard a little bit of slick rick samples uh good shit um other than that uh hooker got a boyfriend good flow uh enjoyed this track it was fun uh that's really about it i did enjoy that one too actually because like again i wouldn't put it on my hip-hop old school hip-hop playlist no i wouldn't either but biz was talking a lot about fucking on that (laughs) and i enjoy when people talk about fucking you know (laughs) like talking about biz he said something about the the hooker that got a boyfriend like he i can't remember the exact lines but like she saw his dick and got scared and was like oh you know no you're gonna have to take it easy and I don't I don't remember the rest of it, but it was it yeah. was entertaining, in the same way that Cardi B and Meg The Stallion are entertaining yeah. when they sing about wet ass pussy. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was singing about big ass dick, <laughs> yeah. and it entertained me. Yeah, it it was an okay album. I probably won't pick anything back up on this album. No, I won't either. Nothing on the playlist for that one. But I'm glad I listened to it. Yeah, again, you know, it's just. It's good times. I tell you what, uh, the next album, this final album from 2003, Weekend Warrior. It was good. Oh, my God. Really good. Whenever you you asked me if I had listened to this album, I was still on, like, album two, and this was album five. How much more modern did this feel? Oh, my God. It, it was, was like a, a leap. Yeah. Production quality and sure. in the times. It sounded like 2003 when it came off. Whenever came you off, came out. Whenever you asked me, I thought, ooh, Barker's found some shit, so I'm going to go from album two to album five. Yeah. Started playing this, I thought, oh, fuck, this is good shit. I loved it. Uh, tear shit up. Love the title. Love the track. Man, it was good. The track Chinese food. Oh, that that's a fun one. He just talked about egg rolls and shit. I listened. He threw his favorite Chinese meals. Chinese, you know, he, he threw that into a hook. And I, list, I bet you I listened to this track about six times. Yeah. I love this. Now, at the end, when he was trying to speak a little bit of Chinese, I, I don't know if he could get away with that today. He might be, you know, during today's oh, times. Oh, yeah, it no, might he, be he, he got canceled. But, you know, canceled. I, I, I didn't 
No, I didn't, no. I didn't get that from him. No. You know, but I, I fucking love this song. And, I, I, and for I dug that too. some reason, this is probably my favorite biz track. I don't know why. I can't explain it. But, you know, I, uh, I was going after some food today, and it wasn't Chinese food. Yeah. But I threw this song on, and I, I listened to it twice. It was just, it was good. I went to Archinetti's for dinner. Oh, you did? Yeah. Such good service there. <laughs> Such it? good service. Yeah. Such good service. Good. Yeah. Just the beautiful people of that place. There was, there's a track on this album, and I, and I know I can't play anything because of copyright shit, and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm mad at myself that I didn't remember, but one of the tracks on this album, I wish to God I could remember the line, but Bismarck E, a track from this was used in a Beastie Boys album. They, okay. they changed a couple words, but the flow and the, the line were the same. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I can't... I hope to God it comes to one of us, but but the Beastie Boys on Two of oh, the Five sure. Burrows, and I don't remember if it was Three the Hard Way... Yeah, or, that's what it was. That's what I want to say that it was. But I don't know if it was. It was it, or it takes time <sighs> to build... I can't, It's going to drive me crazy. I'm half tempted to... To mute the damn podcast and play it, but I, I hate to do that. It was like, yeah, the the opening lyrics, yeah, and it and it was the chorus line, and it got used on a biz on this Bismarck key song, and it got used in the track on to the five burrows. I know you know, exactly. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'm sorry, but look in the notes of the podcast episode on Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, Upstitcher, Apple Music, all those places, and I'll, I will list what song from Bismarck E, the line matches the Beastie Boys. But the, again, that was more appreciation for me. I was like, I heard that song. I was like, that the Beastie Boys use that line. They, they use that line because they're friends with Biz, and they, you know, they had that appreciation for each other. Oh, my gosh. That's going to drive me nuts. It's driving me nuts already, but. Yeah. It, again, in the liner notes of the podcast episode, not the Facebook or YouTube live. Maybe I'll throw it on the YouTube one too. But yeah, there's there's a Bismarcky song from 2003 that the Beastie Boys used the same chorus line in 2004. So it was next year after that album. So, okay. you know, those guys loved each other. Yeah. But yeah, this this album, man, the whole thing, I, I just there, there was some doll tracks on there yeah. just because there was any of the tracks that had um, R&B singers with them. I didn't love, yeah. but there was some like Chinese food and tear shit up and let me see you bounce and biz clowning. And I, there, most of these songs, one of them featuring P Diddy, actually, I thought I heard a little bit of P Diddy. Yeah. <laughs> But, but there were some songs on here that were just kind of too R&B for me. But if it wasn't R&B and it was more rap, I was digging this album. Yeah. Like, I thought, like, man, that that's for that to be his last studio album, that's a good way to go out. Exactly. Because a damn good album for 2003. Exactly. I was yeah. digging it. I was, too. Yep. Good I shit. hate that he didn't do anything substantial after this album. Like, I feel like he had... I feel like... Which he, I'm sure he didn't want to do this, but I feel like if he would have done a serious rap album yeah. and put everything into it, I feel like it would have been really fucking good in the in the mid to late 2000s. I feel like he could have still competed yeah. and, and knocked something out of the park, but maybe that's not maybe that's just not who he was. He didn't want to do that. Yeah, I don't know, but I feel like he I feel like he had 
I think he tapped into the potential of being what he was, and I appreciate that. But I think he had untapped potential. Yeah. If he would have chose to go serious and just lay down bars and become one of those like high regarded true lyricists. Yeah. I think he could have done it. Yeah. Like I feel like he could have done it. I respect the fact that he didn't go for it and that he stayed true to himself and wanted to be who he was, which was a fucking goofy motherfucker. Yeah. I appreciate that. There were times, um, one of my greatest hip hop, my favorite hip hop artists. I'm a big fan of Biggie. Yeah. And his early street performances before, you know, he was discovered or whatever. There's a video floating around of him kind of rap battling with uh, just some dude on the street. And his flow, there were, there were at times I heard the same talent from Biz. Yeah. I thought yeah. that's comparable to Biggie on the street corner when he was 14 years old. Yeah. You know, and I thought, yeah. And well, you, and, and it makes you think about guys like Eminem. Like Eminem was was goofy as fuck at first. Yeah, and I know there were serious tracks on that first album, but whenever Eminem decided to take that he wanted to do something serious, fuck killed it. Oh I feel, yeah, I feel like Biz could have yeah. killed it too. He had another gear to shift into. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like he could have done it. I think he could have too. Maybe he just did. I I want to believe he just didn't have any interest in doing it. Yeah, you know, two thousand three. That was eighteen years ago. Yeah. So you know, what was he doing? I mean, he was probably into some shit but didn't feel like making an album or yeah maybe maybe he was producing like i know he produced i know he dj'd i know he did a lot of different shit yeah but uh i appreciate it nonetheless and if, and if he felt like he couldn't compete with today's music after 2003 i respect that i yeah. mean you know goofy goofy hasn't really been in as serious music for a while you yeah. know it's it's all these little yachties and shit that, that don't finish their words. And like, I gotta be a camp on a big boost line. <laughs> like, I, you know, whatever that kids are into it these days. But mm -hmm. I can't take that shit seriously. That shit's funny to me. I mean, they don't, it's not intended to be funny. But when I hear, yeah, I got a notepad. I got a pen going to draw. I can't take it seriously. I understand that new kids do. I'm sorry if I offend you. What do you think about Drake? Lovers. I, I fucking hate Drake. Oh, my God. I hate I Drake. I can't either. I can't stand it. I yeah. can't stand Machine Gun Kelly either. I can't stand Machine I Gun hate that shit. Kelly. I can't. I cannot stand his shit. Can't stand it. My son, thank God, he's 16 years old. He's like, Dad, I can't. Do, I just can't listen to Drake. Drake's, I, I and, can't either. And Machine Gun Kelly, he's like, man, I can't. I can't can't he's do like, it. My Chemical Romance, I can listen to the yeah. shit out of that. I'm like, that's my yeah. boy. Thank and I'll you. tell you what else, Willow, Willow Smith, mm -hmm. she just released a like a pop punk album. How's that? Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all, but yeah. I love the fact that she did it. Yeah. Because I, I have you noticed that that shit's coming back? Like, no, I haven't. Oh, man. Pop punk is coming back. Okay. Uh, it's just getting a, a little bit of a new twist. Willow kind of leading. Sure. And Machine Gun Kelly, he did a pop punk album, too. That was I think he's album. a... <laughs> I hate to be judgmental. No, do it. Fuck it. <laughs> hey, we like... got to show those Brady Carlisle uh, fans that we can be douchey. He seems just like such a pussy to me. Oh, he's a twit. He's a fucking twat. Like he's pussy. a twat waffle. That's what he is. He's a just twat a waffle. fucking crybaby pussy. I don't like him. I know yeah. he's an Ohio kid, but I don't fucking care. Is he from Ohio? Akron. Yeah, he's him That's and, right. I knew that. Him and old crampy LeBron. Cramps. Yeah. He used to get fucked by grandma. Yeah. They ain't no Bill Clinton. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, just I'm not into it. But Kid Cuddy is also an Ohio dude, and I dig that shit. 
I dig Kid Cudi. Don't know enough of I don't know anything. Good shit. Okay. Good shit. I, it's just, it's different strokes for different folks kind of yeah. thing. But, but the pop punk scene's coming back. Okay. Kids are dressing in 90s shit again. My son. I mean, I, there's a lot, man. There's a lot. I went to the pool over the weekend and there was some skater kids and they all were dressed like I was in fucking high school. That's my son. It's, it's happening. Like it's yeah. coming. That shit's coming full circle. And not to say pop punk will bring back rock completely, but I, I I feel like rock is getting ready to start to come back. Good. Yeah, I don't think I'll like it because I don't think it'll be that good, <laughs> yeah. but I'm still glad to see it come back. Yeah. Uh, Butcher said his documentary, documentary is very good, Biggie. I bet it is. I, I bet it is, too. I haven't listened to much Biggie. I, I never did quite... I, I've got this issue with super deep voices that I don't yeah. love. Yeah. So Biggie, I Biggie never connected with me on a, well, on I, a level like that. I, I, it's you know, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. I understand that. I don't like yeah. super high voices either, like Getty Lee and whoever did. Nobody needs to be. <laughs> yeah. I got a problem with that too. But yeah, uh, yeah. So Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, I just. And it aggravates me with him because I've came across a few clips of just the 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 capacity of the crowd that's just jumping up and down to his music. And yeah, I'm like, this fucking music sucks. People love. He's got a. He's he's huge. He's huge. Dating Megan Fox. Yeah, I, uh, he did an awesome job playing Tommy Lee in the Motley Crew. Netflix movie. Did you ever oh, see he that? In that? No. He played Tommy Lee. I didn't know that. Fucking phenomenal. Well, well the guy's got talent. I'm not taking yeah. that away from him. Like, it, here, here's the thing. I've heard him rap. When he raps, that that whole Eminem diss track. Did you hear that? I can do it. It's pretty. It's good. Is it? Okay? I mean, it is good. I, I don't love it, but it's good. But, but could you imagine his commercial going after stuff? I don't like. If he freestyles, I think he's good. Could you imagine going after Eminem? Dumbass. Fuck. Suicide mission. No doubt. <laughs> but I mean, he, he can play guitar and play pop punk with Travis Barker. I respect it. He can act. I respect it. But there's something about the little twat waffle that's too Hollywood for me. And I can't yeah. stand it. You know, he's yeah. just, he's too flashy and he's too modern and he's too, you know, eh, you know, I just, I just something about him that I don't care for. But yeah. that doesn't mean I don't respect his talent because he does have it. I mean, and and Willow for the same matter, Willow Smith. I didn't like that album. I tried it out, but she's got, you know, she's got some talent there. So I respect anybody getting out on a stage. Doesn't mean I have to love it. Yeah, yeah. But, and not to mention, I'm just kind of all about this old school shit. This oh, old I school hip hop, you know. I'm too. It's kind of grabbed a hold of me. Yeah, recently. Like I love the Joiner Lucases and and the Logic and the Big Boy. That's not super old school, but it's kind of old school. But yeah. man, it just I feel like maybe. Because this is a podcast called Stuck in My Generation. Maybe if we get through a lot of this old school hip hop, maybe we'll progress into some of the newer and find some shit we'll like. Yeah. Maybe we'll grow with people that have grown. You know, I'm not going to like mumble rap. There's no doubt about that. I just can't do <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. But maybe I'll grow into some of the other rap artists that I haven't discovered yet because old school hip hop you know laid down the path but we'll we'll see I, I i definitely respect and appreciate and i'm glad that we listen to all of bismarcky stuff i'm sad that most of his albums are just not common knowledge yeah because he when it comes to old school hip-hop think about old school hip-hop how many stars are there from old school hip-hop not a lot because there right. was it wasn't huge it right. was huge in certain circles but it wasn't huge it didn't take off until 
really the 90s is Tupac and Biggie and Puff Daddy and Mace. That's it started taking off then. Like yeah, it was more underground in the 80s. It was more underground. It was more uh, attached to the area. It was yeah. more local. Yeah, like I New think. York. The the rap but then scene you and, branch into Yo MTV Raps with yeah, right. Ed Lover and the Fat Dr. Dre. Yeah. I never understood why there were two Dr. Dre's, but I think that kind of it definitely exposed me to what what was out there in the, in yeah. the hip hop world. Yeah, and I fucking loved it. Yeah, it, it was on a it was on a nice progression. I, I liken it to pop punk actually, because like the old school hip hop was underground, and yeah. it, it grew into this bigger thing in the '90s, which is still technically old school hip hop. But that '80s, those '80s artists like the Beastie Boys and you know Slick Rick and yeah. Sugar Hill Gang and Bismarcky and Run DMC, like they set the path for hip-hop's explosion in the 90s and i kind of feel like the punk of the late 70s and 80s the sex pistols and the misfits and the ramones and all that shit set up that pop punk explosion in the 90s with blink 182 it built the bridge and yeah it built the bridge and i and i want i'm still on the bridge i'm not ready to get off the bridge yeah i'm still still on that bridge to to babylon hoping hoping that some of the newer rap in the 90s rap gets me because there's some 90s rap i like Love DMX. I like Tupac. There's some others, but there's a lot I missed. So I, I kind of listened to a little bit of, after DMX passed away, I started listening to a little bit of his music, and I heard some of his lyrics, and I thought, ooh. He's, yeah. I thought, uh, Yeah, it's, it's, it's if, not all great. It, the thing about him was great the, as great as what he was rapping about. It the, was a little oh, bit of yeah. uh, hatred oh, towards yeah. certain, I thought. Oh, fuck yeah. I thought, man, I don't, yeah. The thing with DMX for me back then was the gruff. Was that gruff? Yeah. You know, just that, the mamas, the papas, the babies, <laughs> the mamas, the mamas, the mamas, the dollars. Here I am, getting killed. Well, you know, he just, would get He a, was just fucking, he came hard. And he would get a crowd moving. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You just, that up and down, like, da-da, yeah. da-da, da-da, yeah. da-da. Yeah. It was just hard. It was like a punch. Every yeah. word was a punch. Sure, And yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. The lyrics Nothing really to enjoy, yeah. but it was just a punch in the mouth, every single word. And I enjoyed that. That's what I liked about the 90s rap. And then Tupac would kind of more more of a more of a Muhammad Ali punch. Like he'd come back and it was precision. Tupac was precision. DMX was blunt trauma. Yeah. And I just, there's so much of that that I enjoyed. Oh, but this trouble. old school hip hop is so much more fun and lighthearted. I think so too. And that's more up my alley. Yeah. At least uh, right now. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, The hatred. I don't want to say hatred. There was a lot of hate. Gang gang shit. It was all about fucking... I mean, most of these guys died. Man, I tell you what. I fucking struggle with Tupac's music. I like it. I don't love it like other people, but I I like it. But when he started fucking, you know, talking about fucking some other rapper's chick and just the... Yep, I thought man. that's what it was about in the '90s, and that's why I didn't love rap in the '90s till I got a little bit yeah. older and appreciated the talent more. But the you know, I don't care about gang banging. I don't care, you know. Yeah, I didn't like any of that shit when they were talking shit. I don't like talking shit about people, so I didn't like that music then. Yeah, I think that's where old school hip hop's connected with me. I wasn't a fucking. I didn't want to beat people's ass when I was growing up. Yeah, they didn't want to, to either. They didn't want. They yeah. wanted people to dance. Yeah, you know, they wanted yeah. people to make babies yeah. and got Beastie Boys <laughs> going on Soul Train and fucking, you know, <laughs> yeah. having a great time. They didn't yeah. want to kick anybody's ass. Yeah, it was a community then. 
Yeah, I think not so a too. battle. '90s rap became a battle. It became East versus West, and it all became that teams. Stuff. And I didn't. Yeah, it became teams. I didn't enjoy that shit until after most of them were already dead. Yeah, and then I was was able to appreciate their talent, but the lyrics never resonated with me. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I agree. Except for DMX when you go, "You think it's a game? It's <laughs> <laughs> not a fucking game." <laughs> <laughs> Those lyrics resonated with me because it's not a game, folks. <laughs> yeah. It is not a game. It's not a game. It's not a fucking game if it is a game it's a fucking tough game yeah and i'm losing (laughs) i'm losing yeah fucking i'm just i'm gonna put it all i'm gonna put it all on number 13 soon and just see what happens cryptocurrency cryptocurrency put it all in yeah come on dodgecoin make me rich (laughs) dodgecoin this episode of stuck in my generation is sponsored by dodgecoin it's actually pronounced dogecoin and me undies me undies (laughs) keep your thighs from rubbing together with me undies and squatty potties i need that shit squatty potty (laughs) shit just comes out like soft serve it's so nice We need to. I thought about that the other day before we sign off. Like, just doing fake advertisements. How fun would that be? Like, fucking. I'm not stealing this. It was Dan Cummins. Okay. uh, Time Suck Podcast. He does that shit all the time. He's like, Whipple, it's not your mama's energy drink. Whipple. They make a crack addict stand right up and fucking. You just, he's going on and on about Whipple. That's a good I idea. Yes. Yeah, just I think you could come up with some good shit. I think I could, yeah. Next week's episode, we're going to have some new sponsors. My eight-year-old loves Whipple. Whipple! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> love it. I was ready to buy Whipple after you said that. I was too. I was going to hop on Amazon yep. and buy a fucking pallet of Whipple. Said it'd smack the Grim Reaper right in the fucking face. Whipple! <laughs> have it delivered by a pissed off postman on sunday morning absolutely <laughs> butcher that's who that would be what a pissed off postman on sunday morning, on sunday morning. Old, old butcher with gloves on with gloves on <laughs> fucking weirdo <laughs> oh butcher you got some gloves all right so yeah biz Marquis, rest in peace I, I hate that he's gone it just and again it means some of these other old school hip-hop guys except for ll cool jab motherfuckers in way better shape than i am he's <laughs> yeah. like 85 yeah he's not really that old but fucking dude still looks fucking great oh yeah i wish to god i look like ll cool j my wife would be in heaven <laughs> she'd <laughs> yeah. be in heaven <laughs> yeah. absolute heaven but yeah thanks for listening hopefully yep. you listen to some biz Marquee with us mm-hmm. i i thoroughly enjoyed it again nothing groundbreaking we're not here to say you have got to listen to Bismarcky every day of your life. No. If you're having a down day and you need a pick-me-up, mm-hmm. that's what Bismarcky is for. He's a pick-me-up. Yeah. He, he's going to make you smile. He's going to make you feel happy and good, and, and you can see the genuineness in the guy just through his lyrics. So it was a good time. I'm glad we did it. Before we go, what are we doing next? We talked about... We've talked. We talked about a few things. We talked about uh-huh. Outcast. Uh-huh. We talked about KRS One. We talked mm-hmm. about NXS, which is fucking fourteen <laughs> albums, and I don't know if that's going to be good or not. Yeah, I'm willing to do it because I've heard enough to know that I can find some things I do like. Yeah, that's a lot of albums, though. But well, I hate to jinx this because whatever we talk about, we're going to do next. We never end up doing it. That's it's very true. So. We'll say we're going to do you know uh, fucking Outcast, and then we'll come back to you, and we'll be like today is luke bryan <laughs> yeah that'll never happen for me now. oh my gosh i'd jump off a fucking roof i'd slice my own fucking dick off and shove it down luke bryan's throat <sighs> quit singing luke it's not good sorry to offend all the luke bryan can't do it fans out there no way 
Yeah. Can't do country for the most part. But if you have nope. any suggestions, let us know. Yeah. I like the outcast idea, but yeah. at the same time, I'm okay with just switching genres up and doing sure. outcast afterwards. But we'll we'll figure it out yet again. Uh, I wish I could skim through our messages real quick and go through the three or four that we've, we've talked about here lately. But outcast is definitely on the list. I think that's a, a great one. And then there's a, there's a few others. So, but if you got suggestions, let us know, except for John Cougar Mellencamp, our boy, uh, <clears throat> our boy, James Morty. Oh yeah. He sent me a John Cougar Mellencamp video yesterday and I was he like, sent me one too. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, all righty. Yeah. And it was like, about farmers getting disrespected. I'm like, is Carl Davis here again? <laughs> is Carl Davis here talking about farmers like he was on TRL a couple weeks ago? <laughs> I don't know about John Cougar Mellencamp, man. I don't know. I just don't know about it. But help us out. Uh, follow at In My Generation on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can come follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all those places. We're on social media. Just Google Stuck in My Generation podcast and it'll point you in the right direction. And leave a, a rate and review on Apple Music or Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, I should say. It took me three times to get that one right. That's all right. Every rate and review helps uh, us just get a little more popular and keep this thing going. So be sure to do that. I hate begging for this shit, but, you know, that's what the successful people do. I, I'm usually just like, fuck it, folks. I'm out. See you next time. <laughs> but I'll, I'll self-promote there for a minute. But thanks for jamming out with us. Butcher says, peace out. Turn that AC on. That's a great idea because it's hotter. That's a brilliant idea. It's a brilliant fucking idea. But, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks again. Help us out. We'll figure out next week, and uh, we'll bring you another episode in two weeks. But TRL next week where we'll talk about alien buttholes and shit. <laughs> that's all right. Thank you for listening to Stuck in My Generation. Again, if you want to suggest bands for us to listen to, send it over to stuckinmygeneration at gmail.com.